Hi, my name is Chris Daly, and you are entering the Active Cyber Zone. Here you will meet some innovative technology researchers and startups, learn about new cyber defenses, and listen to government leaders and industry movers on cybersecurity, risk management, and emerging technology topics that are relevant to today's digital world. You can find all this and more at www.activecyber.net on the web or your favorite podcast provider. Hi, this is Chris Daly, and today we're joined by Sajay Rai, CEO of Securely Yours and Securely Managed, two different security companies. So good afternoon, Sajay. Uh, pleasure to have you with us today with Active Cyber. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me, and I'm looking forward to our discussion. Great. So, Sajay, I, I would appreciate, we've known each other for a long time, but I would appreciate it if you could give our listeners a little bit of background of your journey to this point and why you started these two different security companies and what they're all about. Sure. I started Securely Yours, Chris, when I, uh, in 2009, when I left Ernst & Young. Uh, I was at Ernst & Young for 10 years where I ran their national cybersecurity and risk practice. Uh, and before that, I was with IBM, which is where you and I worked together for 13 years, where I was instrumental in starting their cybersecurity uh, consulting practice worldwide. And I also did uh, the, their business continuity consulting uh, for a couple of years. So in 2009, when I left EY, uh, we were doing the same cybersecurity consulting services through Securely Yours. And then in 2017, a lot of the clients came to me and said, hey, you sort of uh, recommend uh, cybersecurity monitoring and we go to these large companies and they're very expensive. We can't afford it. So in 2017, we started Securely Managed, which does the cybersecurity monitoring services, which is the managed security service provider, the MSSP, while Securely Yours continues to do cybersecurity consulting. So that's sort of the, the genesis of both Securely Yours and Securely Managed. Right. So, so quite interesting, Saj. I guess you've been having uh, a busy time over the last several years that you've been managing these two different companies. So can you can, can we let's focus on securely managed here for a little bit. And can you tell me a little bit about what services from a secure uh, security managed security services provider uh, you, you do offer today and and uh, and who are some of the customer types of customers that you serve? Yeah. So we started in 2017, like I mentioned, uh, providing uh, SOC as a service, uh, well, or MSSP, which is the managed security service providing services. And we had partnered, and we still do, with uh, AlienVault, which is a SIM, security information event management software. And they had a platform, which was a multi-tenant platform designed for MSSP providers. So we partnered with them, which is now owned by AT&T, and we continue to provide that service, uh, which is the main service of, uh, of uh, monitoring our clients 24-7. Our client base is um, fairly diverse across industry, but if you were to dissect as to what our core spot is, it's somewhere between half a billion to $10 billion companies. 
sounds sounds great. So in, in these size companies, what do you think they value the most out of your securely uh, managed services group? I mean, you've got vulnerability management, threat management, and hunting, uh, incident response, cloud management, all kinds of different things, compliance services. So what are the different services you think that they value the most for these I different think, size companies? I think one thing I would think of the customer's value securely managed most, and for that matter, securely yours, is the flexibility and the customization we can provide. Uh, the other mantra is that we are not just here to consult. We are actually going to do end-to-end service for you. So, so I think the uh, being a small company we are has its benefits where most of the clients know our team on a first-name basis. So that's some of the, I think, the, the value we provide. But in terms of the services you mentioned, uh, our customer base is across all uh, levels of maturity within the security environment. So some of our companies need handholding from a cyber security program perspective, whereas others are very, very mature and they only look for uh, incident response and threat hunting uh, capabilities. Uh, most of the customers though, uh, want to uh, value our business in terms of vulnerability management that we can run continuous vulnerability and the 24-7 monitoring which we provide. Sounds like you've got a lot of uh, the offerings figured out for these uh, customers. Um, when, when it comes to um, services requests, you, know, you, you mentioned customization of services and flexibility. Can you dive a little bit into that and tell us, you know, what kind of, you know, examples of what types of services uh, you've been able to customize and and uh, and how you go about doing that? Yeah. So when we started in 2017, Chris, we were only doing uh, uh, Alien Bolt and the SIM and the 24/7 monitoring. And when we talked to our customers, some of our customers said, you know, we already have a SIM software. Can you be a little bit more flexible? We don't want to change to Alien Vault, but can we? Can you provide us a, a monitoring service from the SIM we, we have? So a couple of years ago, we got into the SOC as a service, Security Operations Center as a service. So we're now we are able to pull any SIM software, whether they have, uh, you know, uh, Splunk or or QRadar or Rapid7 or or, or logarithm, we can pull that information into our dashboard and help them with 24 seven monitoring. So I think that was one of the flexibility example we did. The other one is that people were having difficulty with patch management. So we introduced a patch management service where we monitor their environment and let them know if what assets have patches missing. Uh, the third example I can give you is we recently partnered with EDR and uh, XDR partners, Sentinel One and uh, CrowdStrike, for example, to provide those companies who maybe didn't need a full-fledged SIM software solution to provide them with EDR uh, and uh, XDR support. That sounds great. Sounds like you're right on top of it for your your customers. And and I'm sure they appreciate the flexibility that you're offering here. So, So, Given that you're, you know, making headway here in this community, what what do you see as a, how do you measure your success so far as a managed uh, security services provider? 
Like I mentioned earlier, Chris, the, the we are small. We're not like a large IBM or Ernst and Young, like a, like I used to work and you used to work. But uh, we provide customized service to our, our clients. So I think our success is how we can quickly uh, remediate or help our clients remediate uh, any incidents they may have. So that's one. Number two, it is we want to reduce the number of times they talk to us. It's almost like you know, uh, uh, the Whirlpool repairman, right? Nobody wanted to talk to them because they never got any calls. That's the same way we want to be is that uh, that we send less number of alerts, but meaningful number of alerts to our clients and eliminate the false positives. So, so that uh, mean time to response is important to us. And also uh, the, the false positives are uh, a good measure for us. So we keep that in mind when we measure the success with our clients. Sounds good. The, um, in, in terms of challenges, you know, what do you think are the challenges that are facing your customers now then? So, I mean, everybody hears of ransomware, um, you know, hears of these attacks by nation states, you know, the, uh, the critical infrastructure types of stuff. Um, are you playing in that, you know, that uh, OT space and uh, what types of other security challenges do your customers, you know, see on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, because our customers, Chris, are uh, uh, at, at various levels of maturity, we do see different challenges for different customers. I mean, some of our smaller customers are still tackling the issues, you know, of, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the patches and the vulnerability management and just keeping track of things. One thing I tell our customers is that the 24-7 monitoring is not just for um, telling you when your house is on fire. It's not like you know, a thief is entered in your environment, but it can also be used to actually determine what processes are running and actually refine and and um, optimize your operational processes within the environment. Because a lot of times we talk to the clients and they say, oh, I didn't know this process was running on this machine. So so I think they can they can benefit from that angle as well. And those are some of the challenges they face is they don't even know what's going on in the environment. On the other spectrum, we have customers where they are just overwhelmed with the different technologies being deployed. Uh, and a lot of times security is an afterthought and also the amount of just the types of attacks which are going on, whether it's a, a, a nation sponsored or, or cartel sponsored or whatever, but they're facing quite a bit of challenges from just the, the number of attacks and, and, and just the relentless um, uh, network uh, traffic coming through and they have to just monitor it. It's almost the thing that, um, you know, the bad guys have full-time jobs attacking, whereas um, the good guys uh, sometimes have other jobs to do besides um, securing the network. Well, you recently mentioned to me that you uh, want a contract for providing managed uh securely managed services uh, for an OT provider. Um, can you tell me what you think led to the uh, to that winning uh, of that contract? What, what what was it about securely managed that you think really enticed the customer to to pick you? Yeah, I think they were. We have been doing OT for a while, but at various industries, um, the the OT field is uh, blossoming quite rapidly, and I think in the past the clients had not. Um, maybe focused as much on monitoring the OT 
besides the critical infrastructure clients. But I think the overall win we think is because of the the, the way we presented to them the end-to-end solution. And it was not just the monitoring solution. In this case, it was portions of the security yours side of the business uh, was part of the contract as well. So, so we are excited uh, that we have clients where their OTs uh, are can be managed and monitored. And it sounds like uh, there's a good synergy that's uh, developing between your secure, your securely yours offering and your securely managed offering. Can you tell us a little bit about you know how that synergy is working and and uh, and, and where, where you see the benefits coming from that? Yeah, I think if you look at it, the the clients who are on on the lower edge side of the maturity model um, in cybersecurity, you know, we actually enter through securely yours where we conduct a security assessment or a risk assessment. And we even have offerings like the virtual security officer where we help clients, uh, you know, guide them through the security program. And then uh, once they start to become more mature, we, you know, we add the 24-7 monitoring from the securely managed side. And then there are the clients who know exactly what they want um, and they are laser focused on uh, maybe reducing their cost of their own stock. And they would call us and say, hey, let's have the stock being or the monitoring being done by securely managed. So there's a wide spectrum of our client maturity levels and the requirements they have. But we believe that the offerings uh, uh, from both securely yours and securely managed help our clients immensely. Uh, you mentioned partnering with a couple of firms. Uh, CrowdStrike, I think, was one of them. Um, what, and, and Sentinel One is also one of the others. What's going to lead you to further partnering in the future? Uh, are you looking to fill some of the gaps in your offerings through partnering or through organic uh, development or a combination thereof? I think we're definitely interested in partnerships. So what we have done is we we have looked at where, from our securely managed perspective, we can provide yearly, monthly subscription for our clients. So we first started with 24-7 monitoring, of course, through Alien Balls, and then we got into EDR services like Sentinel One and CrowdStrike. And now we have uh, partnered with a company called Help System, used to be Digital Defense Inc, uh, providing continuous vulnerability scanning. Uh, so we do uh, quite a bit of our clients for vulnerability or continuous vulnerability scanning for both their external and internal uh, network. Uh, that company is now a help system, so we are partnered with them. And then of course, there are others we're looking at, for example, two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication if we can provide to our clients. Patch management, like I mentioned, we do that through help systems. Um, so there are various other services we are looking at to make sure we're partnered with the right clients. We don't want to uh, do our own development, so we rely on our partners to provide the the right product and service which we can offer to our clients, both on the securely your side and securely management. Sounds good. Um, we recently seem to be moving away from, or moving out of this COVID-19 um, timeframe. And, and, uh, and so I was just kind of wondering how COVID-19 affected your business. Um, did it in, in, increase things? Were there, uh, because of their 
being more remote work, um, did it change how your offerings had to operate? Can you give us a little insight into, you know, what COVID-19 did to affect your business? Yeah, uh, Chris, even before COVID-19, our business model had already been for securely managed to be a virtual uh, SOC. So we are 100% in United States. We don't do anything overseas. Although I know it was, people will say, hey, it must be expensive. And it is a little bit more expensive, but we felt like majority of our clients didn't want the security data to be going out uh, overseas. So we kept everything 100% within the US. Second is we were all, always virtual. So from a COVID perspective, the securely managed side didn't get affected as much. Uh, but from the secure Leo side, we did see a few months where there was slowness as uh, as our clients were trying to figure out how to service uh, their employees. But but soon thereafter, we got busy again on the secure Leo side as well. So our Im- impact of COVID to, on us was minimal, but we did notice our clients had various stages of impact. Some were more resilient to COVID uh, than the others. Okay. Uh, what about your services themselves for securely managed? I mean, did you have to update or change your offerings around a little bit to accommodate the uh, the number of customers that, let's say, had to go to remote work instead of uh, office work? Yeah, there were some capacity changes, uh, Chris, in terms of uh, people moving from, you know, maybe less storage requirements, but now they have more storage requirements. We did have to change some of the sensors uh, where we were collecting the data because instead of an on-prem environment, people were moving to cloud and things like that. Uh, so we did have some changes, but nothing major where we lost the contract or or uh, we gained maybe you know an extensive amount of work. But but each client had a little bit different needs, but but minor adjustments, nothing major from a COVID perspective. But okay, securely yours did have a little bit of a impact and slowness uh, in some projects, but then they gained uh, the momentum later on after six months. That sounds good. And um, one of the things I've also been reading about is this um, kind of emergence of the importance of internet insurance. Um, you know, as it was one of the tools in your tool toolkit uh, when you're managing the risk to your business. Um, are you running into internet insurance as a, um, a way that customers are trying to, let's say, offload the risk? Um, and, and does that affect your business at all as far as, you know, they feel like they've got enough internet insurance, you know, I don't necessarily need to worry so much about, you know, the security posture of my of my system. Um, are you mentioning internet insurance like cyber insurance, Chris? That's correct, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I think we are, we we're looking at cyber insurance, uh, first of all, for our company. Uh, we, I would think that five years ago, we didn't have cyber insurance, but now, of course, we do. Uh, and when we started Securely Managed, we uh, wanted to make sure that our clients were comfortable, uh, that we had coverage. So, so I think from that perspective, our clients feel comfortable. Number two is, it's securely managed on the MSSPAlert.com is ranked uh, in the top 250 MSSP providers in the world. So we wanted to make sure that we were covered and provided that level of uh, sort of 
uh, coverage for our clients. The second is we are actually helping our clients themselves make sure they have cyber insurance uh, because these incidents can happen, um, whether it's ransomware attack or any other uh, cyber incident. Uh, and third is from a securely yours perspective, when we do security assessments, five, six years ago, maybe we didn't look into the cyber insurance as much, but now we actually look at it to make sure our clients have a appropriate level of cyber insurance. And if they don't, uh, at least to make them aware that it should be a, an important part of their overall cybersecurity defense. Are you finding any opportunities to partner with insurance companies? Because I remember uh, in the past, you know, insurance companies would set rates differently if they knew that you know a company was being monitored by an MSSP or one that wasn't. Um, so, have you found that uh, it's an opportunity also to, uh, uh, to to help drive business your way if if um, uh, if you partner with an insurance company? Yeah, we would we would like to partner with insurance companies. We have not done that yet, but you're definitely right that if we were able to, uh, that that would give us business. But we do have some partnership with law firms, where they get mm -hmm. they where the law firms have partnerships with the insurance companies. So when an incident occurs, uh, the the company would call insurance companies, and they would then engage lawyers, uh, and the lawyers would call us. Or forensic work or any other work. And that's where the 24-7 the monitoring gets discussed as well. And usually that's the first thing we do is, you know, put in 24-7 monitoring for the affected systems to make sure we can uh, monitor any other malicious activities going on within the environment. So, so, so one more question for me, um, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to ask you to, you know, if you have anything else you'd like to add, but um, is before we wrap up here, but the um, Ransomware is is something that you know is probably on the minds of a lot of CEOs of your customers right now. What what's been your re, uh, you know feedback from your customers regarding their uh, ransomware needs or 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 what's going on there? You know, it's it's interesting you asked, Chris, because um, from a um, simulation perspective, we have done more ransomware simulations for our clients in the last year or two than uh, I can recall ever done. And we are shocked, or still maybe shocked is a too strong a word. Maybe we're surprised that many of our clients still feel like that they have it covered. And even simple things like, you know, uh, the backups not being properly air gapped. And, and in one case, we actually had an incident where the backups were thought to be there, but they actually were not. Uh, and nobody checked or verified that the backups uh, were not being done. Um, so, uh, so it definitely is on top of mind for most of our, not just the CIOs and the CISOs, but also the executives, the CEOs. I talked to a lot of the audit committees and they, they say the same thing, that, that it's uh, top of mind for them. And simulations to me work very well. In fact, one of our clients, actually wanted to take down the production environment just to show to the client to the executive uh, whether they are whether the IT team was prepared or not to recover which we typically don't recommend doing but but it was a, a great way to test out the ransomware attack interesting 
Very interesting. So, so Sanjay, let me just turn it over for you. We've got like two more minutes, I guess, before we can got to conclude. Um, anything else you want to add as far as secure, securely managed is concerned and where you're going and what are some of the, the things you're, uh, you know, you most like to talk about with, with regards to securely managed? Yeah, I think, uh, Chris, I would say it is everybody knows that the strength of the security program is only as strong as the weakest link. And most of the bad guys look for those weak links. They're not going to try and normally attack your strong links. And the idea what MSSP provides by giving you full visibility into your environment, uh, let you know how many, how, what processes are running and what is going on in your network. Um, helps you build that weak link into a strong link so the overall strength of your chain can be stronger. So I think that's where uh, the, the, the message from me to, the, to your audience is, is to look for those weak links and strengthen them uh, and, and make sure that the overall security program is strong. Well, Sajay, I want to thank you again for, for joining uh for joining me today uh, and the Active Cyber Zone. I know all my listeners, you know, kind of like I learned a lot from just listening to you about what it is like to be running a, a, a managed security services provider, some of the, the key challenges that you're, you're facing as, as, as one of those. And so I look forward to next week when we pick up a different topic and, uh, and uh, have another talk in, this, in the Active Cyber Zone. So thanks again for, for joining me today. Thank you, Chris. And it was uh, good talking to you. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.